It was interesting because after moving from California to Nashville and then deciding to leave Nashville to come here, like there was that weird feeling of like, oh, am I giving up music because I'm leaving Nashville, you know? And it's like... Doing great. How about you guys? Doing great. Killing it. Doing good. Great. Actually, you just heard yeah. I'm not. I'm, for some reason, I'm speaking out of turn left and right, so I don't know what's going on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having some kind of a stroke. Uh, last two shows I did, so whatever. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So where? So you are. You were telling me before you're. Um. You're in Georgia now. You just moved out there. Yeah. Yep. Was that a pandemic decision, or was someplace you always want to live? <laughs> I had no plans at moving. <laughs> I was in, I was, you know, like I was living in California and then I went to Nashville. Um, Nashville was the music, you know, I moved there for music. I was like, Absolutely. You know, different scene, why not try it out? I met some friends who kind of encouraged me to just try it out. So yeah. I showed up there and then the summer in Nashville is brutally hot and humid, but there's no ocean. And oh, I was yeah. like, I, I have to go visit the coast somehow. So I went to the closest surf spot on the East Coast to me, which was Tybee Island, Georgia, which is like the closest beach. Uh, it's about like 20 minutes, you know, towards the coast from Savannah, Georgia. Okay. And um, I just fell in love with Savannah and the islands and the coast. So I said, I was like, Huh, I really like it here, but I was like, I'm, you know, what am I going to do? I'm not going to move here. But then I was like, actually, why don't I just move here? <laughs> that's a that's a great conversation to have with yourself. You're like, no, fucking do <laughs> that it. Was really bad. That was really the story. Like, it's not even any deeper than that. I just got a good feeling. And I was like, I enjoy it here. Like, I, I don't know. I, I missed being by the ocean a lot. And Nashville wasn't quite my music, you know, um, mm -hmm. vibe. Um yeah. And I felt like I would be able to kind of do more of my own thing here and what felt right for, uh, you know, my kind of musical identity. So um, yeah. it just felt right. So and I how long I, have you been out there since uh, October 1st? Oh, nice. oh, congrats. That's oh. awesome. Then. <laughs> yeah, that's not very cool. long at all. Right. Um, but yeah, so far it's been awesome. So but that's great, though, because you can kind of like you said, you can make that your own. I mean, I don't know anything about the music scene out in Georgia or Savannah or anything like that. But like, at least if you feel comfortable enough there, you can kind of make that your own thing. Yeah, as opposed to where Nashville is like, I feel like already kind of inundated, you know, with their own thing. That's good. It's got to kind of like its own mechanism and machinery work. And, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, Nashville it was cool. It was fun. How I feel about this for me as like, you know, someone who's like pretty, pretty unknown and, um, you know, but I still write, like, it's fun because there's so many people just like you and you're all kind of just like bebopping mm. around kind of just, yeah, almost kind of all chaos, mm. but it's really hard to I financially survive as a musician like me there just because there's so many of us. And, um, 
I don't know. I, I've always enjoyed street performing and like I, people, you know, I think people might think that's weird, but it's something I really, really enjoy doing because yeah. people can listen for as long as they want. And you know, it's kind of like no pressure and you get to kind of like talk to the people. Like when you're playing a gig, like at a, you know, restaurant or whatever, you're kind of, you know, just playing in the background and, and you don't really get like p- interaction with people, but it's true. Right. You can, like stop and talk to people and, you live stream it you can you know reach people that way and i just really and i you get to be outside which i love being outside and like being mm-hmm. by the beach and whatnot so um yeah how did you first get into that like how, what was your first street performing gig well we so my sister and i you know we're both musicians and um we grew up in michigan close to a uh Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is the the okay. college town for the University of Michigan and whatnot. And anyway, um, we were very poor. <laughs> we were like, we have no gas money, and if we want to <laughs> get somewhere, we need to like figure out something. And like, so it's kind of just like while we we're in school, like we would just go street performing in Ann Arbor because it was kind of a, it's an artsy place. It was good for that, and you know, you can make money and have that be gas. And it's like, well rather do that you know then didn't work you know a, yeah. a normal job i guess it's like we'd ra- much rather go sing and then kind of do what we want and um so yeah that was that was the start of it um and then yeah that kind of led to our you know we did like a road trip street performed around the country and whatnot when we realized that oh like this could turn out to be something cool so that's awesome yeah, yeah. that's you, cool do you feel that kind of like um you know what you were saying before about um uh this is, happens every show by the way i completely <laughs> forget what i'm about to say but i don't uh, even break jobs about it i just let it occur this yeah, yeah, yeah you let it happen you let me like suffer slowly in my own <laughs> just brain death that i'm having um but basically we were just saying about like um you know the street performing or whatever and going out and doing that kind of stuff between uh savannah and whatever uh, what was it? Ann, Nash- Ann Arbor, Nash- Michigan. No, 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 Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, yeah. The difference in that. Do you feel like people? Because you know how, like, I mean, especially for comedy, like, it's like you need to be in this place to make it. I've never subscribed to that kind of a thing. Where I'm like, I think if you're talented and you flourish wherever you are, you can go anywhere. Do you feel the same way about music? Yeah, I think what you were, what you just said, was interesting because I had to deal with that when I decided to move here. Just mm. because, like, I was living, like, you know, I've really, like, throughout college, I didn't quite know what I want to do with my life. I always loved music and loved singing, but I didn't know if you know it'd be possible for me to like really like have a life that way and like sustain myself like financially, you know. But anyway. Right. You know, I and I never felt like I needed Nashville to to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it was it was interesting because after moving from California to Nashville and then deciding to leave Nashville to come here, like, there was that weird feeling of like, oh, am I giving up music because I'm leaving Nashville? You know, and it's like. And then my dad said something to me. He was like, "Well, you never thought you needed Nashville before you lived in Nashville," and I was like, "Oh yeah, duh, I didn't." Good point. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I kind of there's a stigma, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're giving up your dream. And it's like, no, I just want to kind of do it a different way. So Yeah. I completely agree. And I I kind of resent the fact when people do that kind of stuff when they kind of tell you like, oh, if you're well, if this is where you need to be to be good at doing whatever. And it's like, fuck that. 
Like yeah. I can get good. I think that creates like, um, like you said, like a stigma, but also it kind of like, I'm trying to think of the word, but basically kind of stunts your growth too. Because if you, if you let that like sink into your brain, you, I don't think you will grow. You know what I mean? If people feel like if I, I can't, you know, be who I am, cause I gotta be over there. I won't be really good until I'm over there. Then you'll never get good. Cause you'll yeah. always think about being someplace else. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's performers have to deal with a lot of that shit. And I think it's, it's bizarre that like, there's so much psychological stuff that goes into it that people mm -hmm. don't even realize, like aside from not, not only having to write your own stuff, if you're singing, if you're street performing, you're trying to raise money, but there's also the psychological aspect of like, you know, myths and fucking like, oh, this is a great building. And if they don't like you here, you, you know, kill yeah. yourself. And you're like, fuck it. <laughs> uh, you know, and you're like, do I really have to? And they're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is the law of all. Yes, actually. <laughs> Sorry. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just crazy. Um, when you started, what was the thing that got you into music in the beginning with? Was it like, you know, your sister or was it, or you or you're like, who, what was it? What was it first? <laughs> I mean, like, first of all, it was just straight up singing. Like, my, what I would do was come home from school and, like, uh, go to YouTube and type in, like, Mariah Carey karaoke and then just sing in my basement <laughs> to myself. And, so um, gosh, it was so bad. Like, there's some recordings <laughs> in my home. It was honestly just tragic. But, um, I, wish we had I some apparently I had high expectations for myself at like, you know, eight years old. <laughs> but um yeah, so that was it. And then uh from there my dad had always had this guitar just around. And then I was like, oh, that could be fun, you know, I don't know. Um, so you just kind of start learning some basic at least I just learned literally like the basic three chords. And mm -hmm. then um you know, started writing a bit and my songs were all terrible. Everything was very terrible. And then, and then eventually you just kind of, I don't know, just kind of grow with it and it becomes more of a fun thing. And I'm not someone who like is constantly, constantly writing just straight up songs all the time. You know, it's like, I kind of write when I'm inspired to, or feel like I have some sort of story to tell. So it's just kind of, fun um as the years have gone by just kind of getting more in to that um which you know through college i i was a biology major for three oh, nice. years of college and then i just woke up one day like i have a lot of these weird moments where i'm just like all of a sudden just switch it up because you just kind of get it <laughs> i was just going to my physical therapy class because that was the last straw for me because i had realized i don't want to work in a hospital and then i was right. like this is just not okay like why am i doing biology if my friends stopped inviting me to the study groups because for me, I was like, oh, fun time to socialize and, <laughs> and like talk about the day. And they're like, Claire, you're a distraction. I'm like, okay, like then maybe this just isn't for me. So yeah. I just like switched it up and then got a degree in multidisciplinary studies, AKA liberal arts. Like, thank God I went to a nice school where they kind of just let me do what I want. But, right. um, and then I was like, well, I, I want to do music. Like, I love writing and I love playing and singing. And, you know, at that time it was, you know, I had like little gigs and whatnot. I, I had gone into, I had recorded music while I was in college because I played college basketball and that was kind of draining. And I needed like a creative outlet. So a lot of my past music was just me like 
kind of getting away from all that like hectic life in college and kind of just being able to be creative on my own and whatnot. Um, mm. But anyway, so the first thing I didn't really think after that, I was like, I, I enjoy this and maybe I, I want to figure out a way to do something musical, something creative with my life. And I, at first I thought maybe I could do like sound engineering, um, no which I like, I, I'm thankful I went through, I did a program and like, I, I technically am a certified sound engineer, which nice. is the worst sound engineer probably in the country. <laughs> like that. But I do know, like I learned the basics and I, it also made me realize that like, okay, I, I would rather be on the side still of, uh, being a writer, being, you know, a singer, the perform on that side of it rather than the technology, like behind the scenes side. So I guess that was good. And then from then on, I've just been continuously trying to figure it out and play and, and do my music and, um, you know, kind of just keep growing and all that to the best that I can. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was way long answer. No, that, that was no, that's all good. No, that was great. I two things. One, when you said you were a biology major, I swear to God, your plant in the background waved like uh, <laughs> um, like that's an inside joke. Guys. It, like, we talked. It was too tired to wave. It was like, oh, <laughs> um, but no, that's great. I mean, like you know that you even did the sound engineering, even though you kind of like. I like that you were trying to figure shit out because I feel like most people don't and then they never get to what they really want to do anyway. But I feel like the more stuff you try, you do wind up circling back to the thing you love anyway, which you, like you said, is writing and performing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that works, you know, that always kind of works out for the best. Um, are you, so you taught yourself guitar yourself? Yeah. YouTube. Nice. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's fucking awesome. Rich. I'm trying to do that with a banjo and uh, no good. Banjo uh, is ban first of all, no one talks about the fact that banjo is so loud and it does not sound like guitar. You can kind of get away when you like suck at it and it's kind of quiet and not super annoying. If you're bad at banjo, it is brutal. Yeah, that thing is loud. you should talk to my neighbors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're like, still at it, huh? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, get can't kick it. That's gonna be John's um, first album. Brutally bad oh. at the banjo. <laughs> I'm oh never. I just. It's just gonna hang on my wall now as decoration, and you know, with like Great. a Kermit the Frog wrapped around it, and that's it. Perfect. Um, which is what it's doing now. We're <laughs> like, oh, that's cute. I'm like, no, it's happening though. <laughs> um, yeah, it's super hard. I can't believe you did that through the YouTube though. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I was like, well. I wanted to sing some Taylor Swift songs and it's like, that was great because you know, the beginning Taylor, it was only four. You don't need that many chords to play Taylor Swift. Right. You know? So I was thrilled about that. So that was really the goal at first, you know, mm -hmm. and then, you know, I'm actually, I'm going, um, I'm starting more guitar. I'm actually like taking some real guitar lessons. Oh, um, nice. Now because I do want to improve. Um, I, with some like finger picking and just kind of like fills and stuff, you know? And mm -hmm. um, it's like, I don't know. I kind of had a thing with myself. It's like, Oh, I don't, I could teach myself more guitar, but it's like, I don't know if I will. Cause like, I will just keep moving the capo around and playing the same chords just with different, you know what I mean? So right. I, like, I think it would help if I had a little bit of pressure to like actually focus hard, you know, on sure. Make sure I improve because I think I might 
you know, even though it's something I really want to do, I don't know if I trust myself to have the discipline of like, you know, forcing myself to improve. I think a, a class experience or at least like a one-on-one, you know, that, that might yeah. help me out a bit. So I'm kind of stoked on that though, just to see how all that one-on-one goes. stuff is awesome. I feel you. I'm not that good. I feel like we have the same experience with just schooling in general. Anyway, I, I did treat it as like, Oh my God, there's so many people in here and so many people to talk to and so many things to experience. And so like whenever somebody was one-on-one, I would feel like, uh obligated or guilty like oh shit i'm using their time i better fucking you know even though it was yeah. for me anyway but i would be like yeah do this for them and it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to kind of trick yourself into it whenever i was when i was yeah. in high school and uh my friend and i were like we do class projects we'd pair up with our other friend because she, she was like a really good student we were good but like not like um and then she was like really good and then like uh uh, so if we paired with her, we'd feel an obligation to do like the home or the assignment or do well because yeah. we're like, oh, our grade, her grade depends on a collaboration. Yeah. And then like on the off chance she wasn't around and we had a pair with each other, we'd literally come in the next day and be like, dude, <laughs> dude, I didn't do the assignment. He'd be like, me neither. I'd be like, great. See you later. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh. That's that's like awesome that you guys that you actually like did step up and she was around because I feel like that's the classic like you know classroom project thing is yeah. like the one kid who really cares and no one else does and like most of the time people don't step up to the one person who actually uh, cares you know and then it's just yeah. a train wreck but exactly now we felt like, <laughs> like we needed to do something but that's cool too because the more like if you take the classes like one, one of the things i learned too is like if i'm you know i've learned to like listen to other people you know who know like who know more but still take away what you need to from it because just if you've kind of figure out which i feel like you have too is like the way your brain works you can still learn from people, but the thing is, is that you're not going to take everything. You're not going to fully, yeah. you know, whatever. They don't need to know that, but you know what I mean? Like you take <laughs> what you can. That's a wrong way to go into it in the beginning and be like, listen, guy, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm going to take about 75% of what you say and use it in the rest. And fuck off. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's a, it's a good way to learn. Yeah, totally. totally. Um, do you remember your first paid gig? Gosh, I think so. <laughs> Jeez, I think it was at a winery in oh, nice. Lake Michigan, which is where I we just did. did a winery. They're interesting. <gasps> I, <laughs> I, I, th- I, I love wine. Like in California, we played at wineries a lot. Oh, that yeah, was kind yeah. of the vibe. And the thing is, because we're mellow, and mm. um, you know, the rowdy bars with my music just was never gonna. No one wants to hear my music if they're trying to turn up on a Friday night. That's just uh, the truth of it, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you don't wanna hear um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow while you are taking shots weird. Um, but wineries, oh, if, you God. Have, if you wanna just kind of have a relaxing night, that was perfect. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure uh, it was a winery. I'm, I can't, I. Which is surprising because I definitely wasn't 21, but I guess they must not have cared. Oh, something wow. Like that. Something. Uh, yeah, I was definitely in bars and shit when I was doing stand up when I was 20 before I was allowed to be in in them or whatever. I got served, too. No way. Yeah. I remember we were being in New York and I was like, oh, shit. I went to say something and the other comic that I was with was like, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> and I was like, because they were just like handing up whatever the hell. And I was like, oh, sweet. And I was like, oh, and they're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> did, you, did you grow up in new york i was born in brooklyn and uh okay. but yeah i i uh moved out and i lived in jersey i basically was raised in new jersey okay okay but i used to go into the city yeah, all the I time. Saw from, like, 
Instagram. So I didn't know if you're like, you know, from all that. So that's yeah. yeah. Born in Brooklyn. And I lived there for a while. And then, um, but like I went to middle school and high school through New Jersey. So I feel like I grew up here more so than the other place. Yeah. 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 And I'm over on the other side of the bridge. Yeah. This guy, you know, it's funny. I started my first, one of my first gigs. I remember coming back on the Santa Island ferry and there was a guy with a box of flyers. And I was like, what do you got there? So he hands me a flyer and it was for the Palladium. I'm, I'm dating how old I am. So it's for the Palladium, right? So now I'm like, what do you do with this? He's like, you get people to come, hand out flyers, you get people to come as a promoter. He's like, and you get paid per person. So I'm like, I could do this. Give me it. I was a sophomore in high school. Wow. I was crushing it. And they used to give you this little card that said bottoms and on the other side it said up. So you would drink free all night. My friends couldn't get in because they were only 17 and because they were seniors. <laughs> and it was so good. That was my first oh introduction. My in a club, it's 18 to serve, 21 to drink. But I feel like they always oh. let the entertainment yeah. and the, uh, yeah. and you know, yeah, and the people working and get away with a little bit more. And I used to drink 151 on ice because girls would always try to take your drink and sip it. So if they took one sip of it, they were like, ugh, I'll never touch that again. I'm like, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. Oh my gosh. I did a, uh, we had a club here. Um, it's gone now. I think it was like, I don't even think it survived the pandemic, but it's, uh, it's in this, it's a short trash bar. And have you ever been to Seaside? You've been, cause you've been to Avon, you said, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Seaside's like the Jersey. I don't know if you've seen the Jersey shore stuff, but that's where they all go to like, (laughs) you know, you'll go. Well, they all go to where where Staten Islanders go to get, uh, you know, pregnant and punch people in the face. Um, so they, (laughs) you know, that's where they congregate, but anyway, in that order. Yeah. yeah. That's the, (laughs) otherwise it won't happen. You know that Tom, Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was this uh there's this bar there that would do the same thing. They would do uh you could go if you were eight. I never knew how it actually worked though, because I never went, but like uh it was bamboo, it was called bamboo, and uh it was 18 you could get in, but you weren't allowed to be served unless you were 21. But I think they fucking did whatever they wanted there. <laughs> like I really like there's no way because I, you know, I, I had to go pick up friends and friends you know, siblings there and shit. And I was like, where you come from? They'd be like, bamboo. And I'm like, oh, okay, what? guys. Yeah. The fuck. Um, how did you wind up on uh, TikTok? Cause you blew up on there, which is phenomenal. But like, was that like, uh, was that a planned thing or was that just like, fuck it. We'll give it a shot. It was like, honestly, I, my sister, like when she was like, dude, like, <laughs> it's kind of lame but at first like we just it was just kind of like beach stuff you know um Mm -hmm. just because like we're beach you know like i said we like to surf and whatnot and so it's just kind of fun like making little beach videos and then um you know i was like you know it's kind of and tiktok's interesting because it it seemed you know they try to find like your niche you know it's like so it's like you can't do it all your page has to focus on one thing so like you know it's all that but then i was like you know what like i'll do some music stuff on there and like just you know kind of mix it all together and then uh you know it's just for fun and then i started live streaming when i street performed and um that was pretty cool because a a bunch of people would watch and Mm -hmm. it kind of just made uh, you know, it made street performing kind of exciting in a new way. And, um, yeah, so I just kept doing it really. 
and it got new. It's it's interesting. Like, uh, I don't really. I feel like my followers now on TikTok are kind of like a cool mishmash of people because some of are like they just want beach stuff, and then other people want. <laughs> stuff. So it's like whatever. I'll try to. I mean, I I enjoy both. Like both are very much me. So um, yeah, I just I feel like it's a good way. And you know what? Like it's you know you guys know like with you know music and kind of all of that type of creative stuff social media is such a huge part of it all now and yeah. as much as like it's kind of a drag sometimes but like um you know i i just think of it as like i i love street forming i do it anyway i'm happy that you know people enjoy listening to me on there and like you know if people enjoy my music and I, if I were to release new music, there's more people that would listen to that on there. And, um, yeah, so I think, I think that's exciting and, um, yeah, I'm just happy that people enjoy listening to me sing, I guess. Um, yeah. cause I enjoy singing, you know, it just, it's cool. So yeah, and let's, even... let, let's make sure we, they know what the name yeah. is. So it's at oh. barefoot girls with a yeah. Z cause if you, yeah. mess, you get totally different stuff. <laughs> so barefoot girls is the name on tiktok did you, so you get a lot of like because i gotta i gotta think people come on there they're like it's gotta be some creepy people <laughs> but then you, want the name. you like it's always interesting because i don't always like on my regular videos i don't get so many creepy stuff on the live streams you can get some kind of gnarly comments and you're kind of just like really? hmm <laughs> like, <laughs> like thankfully most people aren't super creepy but you know you get the occasional creepster but like then again you get the occasional creepster in real life too you know what i mean right. like it's kind of just like ugh, you know yeah I'm sure got, especially... like, it's mostly just like you know the 60 year old men who think you want to date them for some reason it's mostly just that kind of brand of guy you know it's like yeah of course John's then, got a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what's really sad is I wish you were fucking kidding. Uh, <laughs> I I'm not even. Oh man, I there's no way there's. But there was a um I, when I was doing the I'm, I'm like I'm I love watching you think in real time. <laughs> it's really it's really upsetting because I'm like oh my god this thing happened to me yesterday should I say it probably not I don't know are they watching now no, no way. like my brain's like losing its mind. Um, but I was that ADD doctor we had on was correct. Uh, we had a guy on. It was like you got it within like thirty seconds. Um, yeah, but I was. Uh, I got a message when we were doing the play out of the fucking blue because you know I was posting. I did a play the other day. It's not to brag. Um, don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, but <laughs> she's like nobody cares. Um, but there's I did. Um, but I was like you know posting stuff on Instagram like stories or whatever, and then out of the blue, somebody I guess who followed me had messaged me. And it was like, uh, hey, you're really cute. And I would hate myself if I didn't message you this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, uh. but it was like, shut up. It was like, but, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, how was your day? And I was just like, oh, that's fucking weird as shit. And I like looked to see it was literally some like 60 year old woman. And I was just like, why? My gods, and my and my friend was like, "Oh, well, come on, you don't want somebody to shoot their shot." I'm like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, <laughs> you know that's it. not the like. <laughs> why do I respond to that? Like, you know, like whatever. But it's got to be. I mean, by the way, it's ten times worse for like women. But like, it is kind of odd. Like, I don't understand it. Or it's like, just odd altogether. I think both. It's just always a little odd, and it's kind of just right. 
And I, by the way, I do feel compelled to respond like a fucking jack. Like I should just ignore it. But my brain, like my, the social side of me is like, uh, don't be rude. <laughs> like there's nowhere to go in that conversation. So it's just like, I'm having a good day. I was having a good day. Up until you... It's flattering. <laughs> I feel like you should take that, move forward with it and be like, thank you so much. Listen, I feel I like got... it's more flattering in person. But like, you know, like, like I've, you know, I'll flirt with older women for the hell of it because it's fun. I'll be like, you know, like how long has your husband got left, you know, or whatever. But like, <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way, I'll cut that too. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. But the Internet shit's fucking bizarre. Yeah. But thankfully, most most people are are super kind and encouraging. So like that far out, it's just like always that thing where like 90, 95% of the feedback can be super positive, but you still remember like that 5% of like just, you know, yeah. the, the hurtful stuff or the root, you know. Whether or not you, you know, you really don't want to because most people, you know, the majority of the time it's wonderful, but you know. Yeah. Just how I know. I gotta ask, you, what what's the meanest thing somebody's ever written to you? Oh well, like here's the thing, like there it, for me, like I've been like in California, especially like there was a lot of people who were very upfront about like not liking you. Like I had people really? like they just like walk by and like boo you really loud. Wow, um, no. I've gotten screamed at by an old like. He was like, you know, I was on the pier in Huntington and he, he wow. screamed at me in my face and I was kind of like, okay, but like that stuff doesn't bother me. I play college basketball. Being yelled at does not phase right. me anymore. Like I'm, right. you know, um, but I, someone, <laughs> I think the saddest thing that someone left to me while street performing was, um, a note that, um, I was playing and they said, we have to listen to you every Saturday morning because I street perform at a farmer's market here. Mm -hmm. And they said, um, you're really depressing. And, <laughs> I, was and I, I was like, that one made me sad because they took the time to write it and oh. leave it in my guitar case. Like, it wasn't just a comment on TikTok. Like, they literally, like, took the time to, like, say, we have to listen to you. Wow. And then uh, call me depressing. And it's just because, you know, my music – is mellow did the next weekend did i print off a bob marley song and try to play it as upbeat as possible <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I like, love I it. like i think it's hard because i i i don't sing very many sad like super sad songs to performing i just sing more mellow songs and yeah. it's more 9 a.m i'm not going to be singing led zeppelin at 9 a.m right so, right um but anywho like that stuff was sad like uh, in Nashville, I had some guy, uh, I was, I had a half hour set and <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm just going to play one of my originals. Like I had played country covers for this whole time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like upbeat country covers. And I was just like, I'm going to throw in one of my songs. And, uh, the guy who was hosting it said, oof, in the microphone. <laughs> Jesus oh my Christ. And I was like, mm, love that. And he's like, <laughs> and then after she told me, he's like, no one likes your songs. They're too slow. And I said, thanks. And then I left. <laughs> and I never played wow. it. But yeah, wow. so you get like, that's the stuff that makes me sad. But like people like giving, like the kind of sometimes you'll get drunk, people yell at you. That stuff never bothers me. That's just, mm -hmm. you know, Part right over point. my head. Yeah. Okay. As long as yeah, I feel get, safe, then. I got, um, uh, I did it. So, you know, I was doing stand up 
And um, obviously, imagine if I was like, I was playing piano, and people were like, well, of course you bombed. Uh, <laughs> out of the blue, I thought I'd switch it up. Uh, now I was doing stand up, and I wasn't that. I wasn't that even that like um, like new at it. You know what I mean? But I just had one of those nights that like I fucking ate it on stage. But the worst part was is that like I did a local gig. And when you do that, like, you know, like your friends, teachers, parents from like out of the fucking blue come out, you know, for no people who don't even like you want to come. You know what I mean? Like you're like, yeah. you never liked me. What are you doing here? But they like everybody started showing up. <laughs> oh, man, it's just the most like it's the worst shit where I'm like, why are you here? And they all came. And I mean, when I fucking tell you I tanked, I mean, it was just nothing. It was oh. like it was just uh, I, I was I don't know what was happening. But to this day, I still remember. I think it was like in 2008. Or some oh shit. My gosh. And I was just like, but it was, it left a, it definitely left a mark, but somebody wrote a, a note and left it on my car. And the most fucked up thing was I didn't even really park that close to the gig. So it was definitely someone that knew me oh. and like recognized oh. my car and they left it on the windshield and they were like, you fucking suck. Oh. Uh, I want my money back or whatever. And I was just like, fuck Jesus, mom, just, you know, tell me when we get home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, you stole you. my joke. I, I, yeah. I was because you did it to me last time, you son of a bitch. Oh my god. But it was like oh but man. it was it was like I I remember that. And the craziest thing is is like, you know, I don't know why, but I also felt like apologizing to people and I was like, I don't really you don't really owe them anything, but you're like, oh dude, no. Because you know, they think that's what you do now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. But, <laughs> no, John's no. like this doesn't happen every time I swear yeah. this is oh my God. I still think about it no matter what I'm still like oh god those people like I fucked I fuck. but I don't know why it just was a, it was just a bad night and that didn't don't matter. you want to contact them and like send them a copy of one of your good sets like each individual to figure out just who it was that left that note you're like I'd rather send them COVID at this point. Like, I'm not even that sure. <laughs> like, I, I would rather just, you know. But no, no, I do. Like, I I've, I mean, I'm sure they, I don't know. Fuck them, but whatever. But it is weird when you get, like, those responses at a thing. Uh, I can't believe like, the fucking guy emceeing did that in the mic. That infuriates Oof. the shit out of me. Right? I feel like. I yeah. just, I don't know. I feel like I've thought a lot. Like, as far as, like, this sort of like weird entertainment like careers like stand-up com like comedians in general and especially like stand-up comedians like i just i cannot imagine how like much goes into like i just you know singing is i i don't know i just feel like it takes so much guts and like you have to be so smart to be a stand like you have to be able to read, like, oh, I don't know. I just, like, think so much goes into it. And I feel like no one thinks, like, I mean, I hope people think about that. Because there's a lot of preparation. Like, you don't just, mm. like, show up. And the thing is, I can get away with just showing up and singing and not really thinking about it. I can get away with that. Like, I feel like as a comedian, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know much about it. But I feel like there's a lot more planning and expertise that goes into all, like, I feel like all the details yeah. are specifically planned out. Um, but you have to carry it through in a way that doesn't seem planned out. It, yeah. you know, has to flow. And I feel like that's just an incredible skill to have. So, I mean, yeah, I, like, is, I, I think it takes so much talent and I feel like, you know, people don't think about that. People Ever. really don't. You're absolutely right. People don't think about that. And it's the weirdest fucking shit because I just, every, it's one of those things that like, you know, 
uh, everybody thinks they're they're funny. You know what I mean? And maybe to a certain extent they totally are, but the rest of it is to carry it out like in an art form. So just mm -hmm. explain that. And by the way, the funny thing is, is like no one wants you to explain that to them. So you don't even get <laughs> you don't even get the opportunity to explain why what you do is separately different because they're just like blah blah blah. We get it. <laughs> you know, they're like, I watch Big Bang Theory too. I get humor, and you're just like, oh fuck me. I guess whatever. Um, but it is weird because when you're on stage and you're a comic, like there is this thing where you're do you're you're doing like basically six things in your head at once. You're like going through a Rolodex of your own material. You're gauging what the audience is doing at the same time. You're listening to what the audience is actually laughing at and whether you have to switch, you know, gears or like focus on one table or another table. You're looking to see if people are talking or whatever it is. And there's this, there's so much stuff going on at the same time. It's wild, but people just, yeah. people just think you're just fucking around or that you're like, you're like or that you're lucky. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. you're like, fuck, I don't you know. <laughs> like, you see what I get paid tonight? I'm not that lucky. Uh, <laughs> you think I'm lucky? Look at this note. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know what's oh. cool though too is like I like you're basically unless you're with your sister, you're solo, which I feel like some there's sometimes about do you do you ever envy like a band that can go up there together? Oh, I do that. Yeah. I do that. Whenever I see improv people or or even a band or whatever, I'm like, oh, they have each other. That must be nice. Yeah, I mean I, I mean, I love like doing music with my sister. Like we mm. did, you know, she had a little tour and I played Cajon and did backup and all that. And it was fun. It's just like, I, I would love to have a band just because I think it adds so much to the music, you know, like it adds, you know, the, you can take a song of just like vocal and guitar and like, whatever other instruments you add can totally kind of determine the feel of the song. It can totally play into what you're saying. And I think it can create such like kind of a wider experience. Um, yeah. So I would love, you know, I would love like, and, and that was cool about Nashville's like, it's so easy if you had a, like a little half hour set to get to play with a band, you just like caught like, cause it's, full of music so it was easy it's like oh can you play guitar and drums for me like for this like real quick and they're like sure yeah. and it's like awesome so that was you know that was fun having more experience playing with um other musicians but i would love to like you know be able to have a band and 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 play good music it just adds so much and it's just you know kind of it's just fun too um that's cool yeah. Do you think that maybe TikTok's a good way to get into like finding other people to collaborate with? Have you done any of that yet, or do you have any? Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting. The like the gigs that I've got like from live streaming and from street performing in general. Like, um, I <laughs> was able like these kids uh, were uh, doing a short film and they wanted me to be in it from passing me street performing. So that was nice. fun. Like you know, some interesting things like uh, like uh. I have to, which this is reminding me of like the emails I need to get back to. <laughs> well, like someone wants me, like one of their soundtracks and their film. And like, I've gotten like a few wedding gigs, surprisingly. Like, from nice. This, like, um, and then, um, and then some, like another musician, I'm, I might be working on a song with it. It's just, yeah. So like street performing and live streaming, the combination has led to some cool, cool things for sure so that's that's what I, that's what i enjoy about it too is like you know you never know uh who's scrolling through or who's walking by and what opportunities kind of just show up sometimes when you're just in the right place at the right time um yeah, yeah. 
And of course the internet like helps, you know, you reach a wider, like, you know, I think like live streaming, like kind of, I don't know how TikTok works, but like sometimes it's like a lot of like just kind of East coast people, even if they're not necessarily in Savannah, like Charleston and then there's like Atlanta, all that, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of, morphs into and you know that's not super super far travel wise or anything so anything like that works out then it'd be doable so the short film that you wound up doing were you singing in it or did you get to act i sing and act oh that's awesome very basic like i like pretty much just picked up a coffee cup and like hugged my fake boyfriend so like (laughs) that was that was the extent of my uh, acting but it was fun it was kind of cool i was like Huh, like I didn't really know what I was walking into. Mm-hmm. And then um but it worked out. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Do you have any interest in like doing any of that kind of stuff too? Do you have any like a interest in acting and performing like that? I mean if someone wants me to be in there, I'm sure I would love to, I would be very I down. But feel like the same well, fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a, I'm down for uh whatever, but you know, yeah. writing and making music is definitely the the first priority I would say, but like, I do think like I'm working, um, uh, I, someone, uh, found me, uh, street performing, um, a few weeks ago and she is kind of in the middle of starting a label slash like artist advocacy type, um, thing. And through that, like I'm hoping for like, kind you know, sync deals, would be something yeah. I need to work on because I do my music, I think could be used and, you know, like the indie, you know, film stuff and you know, all that sort of things. Like I think it would be a good vibe. So that's something I'm, I would definitely like to learn more about. And, you know, I'd be stoked if um, I end up, you know, being able to have some help with that um, because that could be kind of a cool way to kind of get your music you know, get my music out there. So I was listening to one of your, uh, albums the other day when I was, uh, driving and I had that moment, like, you know, like some, some songs you listen to whatever you just, you don't even think about it. But I was like, Oh my God, this could totally be like a scene in a TV show or a movie. Cause I was just cruising down the road. There was nobody else on the road. And like, um, your song, I wish I had screenshot it, but I was also driving. So I did want to, <laughs> but I was like, I kind of want to remember it, but, um, uh, yeah, but I was thinking about that. I'm like, it would fit perfectly in anything like that. Yeah. Thank you. So that'd be, that'd be fucking awesome. Do you, um, are you one of those people? Like, how do you, do you do the lyrics first or do you do the music first? Which comes to you creatively like first? Honestly, it depends. Um, a lot of it, it'll just, I'll, I think it it starts like with knowing what I want to say. That's kind of the main issue. Like a lot of the times I just feel like I have a million things I want to say. And then that's not really a good headspace for me to start writing a song. Cause then it just, it's like, what am I, I'm just saying everything here, which is like, so I usually like end up thinking it's, a, you know, thoughts or a feeling that I know I want to write about. And then whether it's words or music that come, it kind of honestly depends. A lot of times I'll just be messing around on guitar and then write to that. Or I'll, you know, have like some, just kind of like word vomit poem type things that I'll nice. like, Oh, that's cool to kind of go off that. So it honestly, it depends. I have no concrete way. Um, right. But yeah, I like a lot of the music I write now. I like kind of forming, you know, m- my thoughts or ideas like into 
a story, you know, and even if it's like a fictional story, all, all the thoughts and feelings in it are like, you know, very much mine and, um, and it's kind of, uh, fun writing that way. Cause then you can kind of live in the story that you write for a little while. Um, yeah, but yeah. That's and awesome. most people I feel like have more of a way they usually like write for, I don't know, but <laughs> whatever. You know, it's funny. We had, a, um, do you know the band Milo green? It sounds so familiar. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're great. Um, they've got, uh, they're one of their lead singers, Milo, uh, Marlena sheets, um, was on and she kind of had the same, like, she doesn't like to write unless she's like feeling it. And if she's mm -hmm. not inspired, she doesn't do anything like that. And I kind of mm -hmm. love that too, because it's like, I think when I was younger, I really thought you had to be doing this. You, if you weren't, you weren't creative, if you weren't like, you know, cl clocking in and out every day to do something, but I, it's not how it works. Like, mm -hmm. um, so it's nice to find other people who actually kind of also feel the same way where they're like, yeah, yeah it depends on what I'm inspired by. Yeah, totally. Um, were there, who was your influences when you were like, you know, younger, who are your influences now? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, all time favorite, um, Mariah Carey. <laughs> no, my all time favorite is Johnny Cash. Um, nice. I know it's like, you know, I absolutely sound nothing like Johnny Cash, but I him. just, uh, always, you know, appreciated his just kind of like rawness and realness to his whole, you know, kind of his artist career. And, um, I don't know. I just felt like he's saying with like conviction and he was honest and um, he just kind of did what he wanted to do. I think any, anyone who has like a story to tell and has like chosen to go away, like stayed true to themselves through the whole process. Cause you know, I think the, the, the longer you go down the road of, you know, wanting to be a musician, especially like a songwriter, like you get everyone telling you what you shouldn't, shouldn't do, you know, what you should write about and maybe like, you know, who you should target as an audience and whatnot. And then like, I've always just appreciated the, the artists that are like, um, I'm just going to do what I want to do. And like, it takes a while, but then every, you know, eventually people are like, Oh, that's sick, you know, but they had to get yeah. through a lot of crap to the, and until they got to that point, you know, that's so true. So, yeah. Really just, I don't know. I loved my parents. Uh, we'd all sit around and they'd play like, you know, any of their like favorite popular songs from like the six, you know, sixties until, you know, now, um, mm -hmm. just, uh, you know, Simon and Garfunkel, that was their fun to listen to Bob Dylan and Carol King. Bob Dylan. Carol King. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and then like you know, Mazzy Star. That was holy fucking shit. You're awesome. I love Mazzy Star. <laughs> we, I've been trying to get her on the show for uh, a while now, but I know like her partner just passed. Um, it was part of the band, and then so she couldn't do that then. And I think she's just starting to resurface. And I'm like, baiting, like you know, trying to like ease into being like, come back, come, come on the show. Yeah, but, um, yeah. She's... Hope Sandoval is fucking awesome. She's great. Yeah super incredible and yeah um yeah all that like i like neil neil young uh mm -hmm. he's one of my faves too so nice um you like yeah. graham nash yeah yeah i think yeah. 
when you were talking about poetry and stuff like that, or you were making like stuff like that, I immediately thought of Graham Nash because I feel like his songs are very like lyrically like if you just print them out, they'd be like, oh, this is poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. Uh, did you did you ever go to Laurel Canyon when you were in California? Uh, where where is that? That's like so they had this whole documentary about it, but that like in the sixties and seventies, what you're talking about, like all those people, all those. Oh people. yes. Oh yes, I think I watched the documentary. And How good was that? That was so sick. Oh, I know. Yeah, I wanted I'm, to go there because that me, sounded so cool. I want to go there, like you know fucking 1970s when i want to go oh <laughs> like yeah. yeah that was so rad like everyone's just showing up at each other's house like all these like tv stores you know oh that was so rad that was so yeah cool. and they're all just like making music together or hanging out or like having these experiences yep. that are just also not filmed you know what i mean there's no tiktok there's no none of that back then so they're just yeah. like yeah you know willie nelson came over and so yeah. did uh you know um Joni mitchell and whatever and you're like what the fuck like god damn that must have been awesome yeah oh that was yeah that was totally totally cool yeah um what uh is there is there like do you when you make an album do you know immediately that you're going to make an album or do you just kind of kind of write songs release you know them bit by bit and then you're like oh cool i think i have an album well i mean right now like for the songs on uh talks with luna the the first album i ever made that was i for that i didn't have much of a plan i knew i liked these songs and i wanted them all to kind of be different for that um mm -hmm. just because i wanted to experiment as much as i could in the studio and really just have fun because that was really what like kept me sane through <laughs> my college life mm -hmm. um now, like I, I released a little EP of demos, um, cool. and called "Stories by the Coast," and they're all like just I literally drug my mi microphone out to the beach and just recorded songs with like waves in the background because I was like that just feels right. But I would like to record those like for real, and that is the goal. Um, nice. I feel like I have a little bit you know, the first out that came out, like, I think two years ago. And I feel like at this point, I have a little more of a clear idea of, you know, uh, musically what I want my songs to sound like and feel like. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like it's a little more cohesive and which I'm excited about because really, you know, it's kind of encouraging to feel like it, it kind of feels like it's gelling right now. Whereas like when I was younger, I didn't, maybe quite know exactly what I wanted my music to sound like and feel like, but now I do. Um, so it's really just a matter of like <laughs> being able to, you know, save up enough to kind of make that happen the way I want it to happen. Um, but I'm excited for it. I feel like uh, the next project I release will feel like, you know, very much like, me and who I am as an artist um, right now. So Sweet. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you doing any, are you planning on like touring anywhere? Well, that's TBD. Um, I would love to kind of do like, we're kind of maybe trying to figure out some sort of like East Coast type of tour thing, which could Come be Jersey. I would love. I would love to. I I would truly love to. I love New Jersey. And you know what is funny about New Jersey is everyone before we went there was like, everyone sucks in New Jersey. <laughs> and then I got there and I'm like, 
no one's like this is lovely right. i'm having a great time like oh, so wow. at least it was summer so like granted the weather was beautiful and yeah it was really nice all those little towns along the coast are you know awesome but summer um, in new jersey is exactly what keeps me and my friends consistently coming back no matter where we yeah. are like i moved i've moved out a bunch of times and then it's like I really, there's something about missing the summer in New Jersey, man. It just, it's crazy. Right now it's winter and we're all like, mm. but yeah. like, it's, we <laughs> <laughs> really can't bleed out fast enough. But, um, but yeah, it's uh, summer in New Jersey is just the best. I'm glad you had a good time here because I feel like a lot of people that when I tell guests that I'm like, I'm, you know, not New Jersey, they're like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, I guess me too. Oh, somebody said they miss you playing on TikTok. Uh, well, I'll be back. Tune in this weekend. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to be playing this weekend? Oh gosh, and like just random places around Savannah. Um, nice. Like River Street is like kind of the the popular kind of touristy spot, and then I like playing in the squares, which in like Savannah, there's like kind of like little parks intertwined throughout the city, and then um, there's the farmers market, which is at a really big park that I uh, uh, I like street performing there. And, um, yeah, it kind of just depends. Um, also like where I don't get in trouble sometimes, like <laughs> you ever gotten chased by the cops out of there, out of places or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, it's yeah. It, which, you know, kind of gives you a bit of stress. Um, you've been arrested. I've never been arrested for That's street. Performing. Um, but yeah, oh. you do get in trouble from, it depends on the cop. That's the issue is like, I like you had a caveat. You were like for street performing. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like mm, okay. Like most of the time, like nine out of ten of the cops like are very cool and they don't care. And then there's like always the one that comes around and you get in trouble. And I just don't really know. You kind of just have to go with it, and you know, um, <laughs> kind, of a, kind of a bummer. But you have like, to go yeah. with the possible arrest. <laughs> yeah. like, all right. What did I do this time? All right. Well, <laughs> did you find a new location in Savannah? I, uh, I yes and no. Um, I kind of just go, I really just kind of, tr I try to mix up the spots. Um, sometimes um, I think the only, the times I run into trouble usually are with sometimes if, uh, I'm in a place where there's homeless people around. They see me as a threat and they oh. don't, um, they will get me in trouble. So, uh, which, you know, it's, it's a hard situation and, um, you know, but, uh, I try to play in the places where I'm not bothering no. anyone else's business. You know? So they so. feel like you're, you're taking away from their profitability. So they get mad yeah. at it. That happens. Yeah. So I, wow. it's, you know, but I try not to start, you know, and if that's the case, like I usually kind of just drive around until I find a spot that looks like I'm not in anyone's way. So it's kind of just, it's, it's all, okay. What, what, who's around today and where is a good spot for me today, you know, around the city. So that's what I try to do. That's really interesting. I'd be like, yeah, pick never, up a drum, learn a talent. Right. I never would have, I was going to say, I never would have thought about that. I mean, like, it's like a homeless magic show going on that you're intruding on. Or like, <laughs> not to disparage them, by the way. We're all, you know. Busking yeah. can't be easy, I feel like. So, have you, so all the places you seem really nomadic, like you've been to a bunch of places. Do you have like a favorite or do, are there places that you want to get to that you haven't been to yet? 
Okay, well, of my fate, like, like I said, my sister and I lived in our station wagon for a couple months and street performed around the country. So, like, we've, awesome. we've street performed in a lot of places. Um, I, we love, or at least I love, like, I loved um, New Mexico a lot, not for street performing, but for the fact of, like, it's just desert. And yeah. I don't know, it's so cool. Like, at that point, we had never seen the desert because we were coming from Michigan. So, like, mm. we had never been, like, we've been to California, but we're like, eh, you know, whatever. But, like, just straight up desert was really cool. And I love um, Vermont, uh, like, Burlington. Um, I just think it's beautiful. Um, I And I think Maine's, anywhere along, like, the East Coast, like, I thought Maine was really, really cool. And, um any of you know the Carolinas down to Savannah, the 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 um, you know the islands and the channels and the rivers, you know, in between. I think it's it's really nice. But um, I would love. I haven't been to Hawaii. I would love to go there. Me and I would also. <laughs> I just if I mean I'm it looks for one of my fucking. I don't have a lot, but make somebody with fucking money get married in Hawaii, so I have an excuse to go. You know. I have someone who I have someone who comments on all of my TikToks and says come to Hawaii and it's like I don't know what people think it's like I don't know if I look rich to these people (laughs) if I was really doing super great like I probably wouldn't be street performing to like pay rent every day in my life you know what I mean like yeah only be a little more financially stable but uh, I would love but I would love to go to Hawaii and I want to go to Montana in the fall. Because I think it would be pretty. That got drastic real quick. Like you were just like Hawaii, Montana. <laughs> also Montana, though. Well, those are like the places I haven't been. Like I want to do. I a can whole- get you to Montana. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to go, but like it's unfortunate because my desire to go to Montana is like strictly like October. You know what I mean? So uh, I feel like it's a short window to really, really want to go there because. And you just missed it. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I just continuously missing it. It's just kind of a bummer. Like because I think about it every year, and then every year I'm just like, oh. Didn't yeah. go to Montana again. Yeah, I will. We'll, we'll write her on September first. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to. I did the Salem Comedy Festival. Uh, headline that like whatever, but it was like just outside of October, so I was bummed. I didn't give a shit. Like I did it, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> but I was like, "What's the point? I'm in Salem. There's no fucking ghosts and shit." Now it's you know it's November, whatever. <laughs> oh, I don't know, you know, whatever. And then, um, but I like going to Boston around Christmas time because, you know, they're all Irish Catholic. So the whole place just looks like Santa exploded in the neighborhood, you know? Oh, man. It's beautiful. Everybody's fucking drunk and playing Christmas. Well, they're drunk anyway, but everybody's just playing Christmas <laughs> music. And, <you> know? <laughs> I was like, that we, we drove, we were going to street form in Boston. Oh. And then we got there and it was like a Tuesday afternoon and it was so busy. And like, we didn't know where we're going and no one was putting up with, us not knowing where we were. <laughs> everyone was furious at us like we were just trying to find a place to park and everyone's honking and walking and like uh, in front of us and then we just we got overwhelmed we had to get out of there we're like listen these people are they know what they're doing they're about their business and we are just in the way so we had to leave but i was like this is such a cool i would have loved to hang out there like i love oh, i would have loved to just soak in that yeah. energy for a day, but we were, we got stressed. <laughs> you got to give it another shot. You got to try to, if you, if you, oh, I absolutely will. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely will. Like Cambridge I'm, is great. All that, all the whole area is fucking awesome. Just um, beautiful. Like, oh, I yeah. love the architecture. Uh, I know so all cool. the mix of old and new is just fucking 
fantastic. It's so great. Yeah. Have you done New Orleans and uh, Key West yet? Yes, I've been been to. I haven't played in Key West, but we played in New Orleans, and that was really really cool. That was. I felt like I had entered into a new country in New Orleans. I was like, (laughs) "What is going on? There's boobs everywhere," and (laughs) I didn't know what was happening. But it was really. It was beautiful. Like I love. Like it was. I don't know. It was fun how alive it was when we were there um you got me beat i've never been to new orleans i'd love to go but i have never yeah i've never been oh. not even on a drunken bet never even been <laughs> it was cool. it was it was a lot it was wild i'm like wow this this is just like a, a party everywhere that's yeah, what it, that's yeah. what i've heard i've heard it's like kind of lawless which i'm excited about yeah this would have it felt like i was like in a different it felt like somewhere else I was like, was this in America? I don't know, but I guess it is. (laughs) When I, uh, when I drove out to California, when I first time I moved out to California, it was like 2015 and I drove cross country and we got to New Mexico and it was me and my, uh, this girl I worked with for a while at the time was just like, you want somebody to ride with you? And I was like, fuck it. Let's go. Plus she was hot. So I was (laughs) like, yeah, of course. Why the hell wouldn't I do that? Um, but we drove and we got to New Mexico and it was, I mean, I'd been out to the, I'd lived in Arizona for a little bit, but I'd seen desert before, but it was crazy because as you know, like you're driving out there, there were two huge storms on either side of the highway. And, and it was like late. Cause we were like hauling ass trying to get to, you know, uh, Cali in three days, which was, we mm-hmm. did it, but it was also a mistake. Uh, <laughs> cause it was just like exhausted. Um, but, uh, so we were the only ones on the road, but I kept like looking at each storm. Like, and I kept like, mm-hmm. Oh, like, would you God. fucking like stay on she's like i'll drive if you want to look at the weather and i'm like it was so it was so awesome because they were just in the middle of the desert in the middle of nowhere and like lightning kept hitting yeah like the sand and shit it was beautiful it was awesome oh that's so cool and we stayed oh, in this wow. creepy hotel and we got to it we stayed in a uh, hotel in albuquerque and uh it was literally like this dude who looked like the fucking crypt like kept like us in a room and we were just like don't touch the walls or the shower curtain if at all possible yeah <laughs> it was nice it was like a exact laugh. type of place yeah. you want to stay you know yeah, exactly i should have stayed Perfect. in the car but... <laughs> albuquerque is interesting i that was that was an interesting spot yeah it's cool uh, um yeah I stayed in my car i lived in my car well i didn't live in it but i stayed in it for two days when i was out in california because i was like in between places to live for it's a long story but i did that did you ever have anybody when you guys were like traveling that like bothered you when you were living in your station wagon no no not like thankfully we didn't have that kind of trouble to be honest we felt because our or when we did this our parents were like why don't you guys just camp you know maybe camping safer and like to Mm. be honest like for us we felt like sleeping in our station wagon in like Walmart parking lots, like was because oh nice that was the road like when we were street point traveling around um because we could lock the doors and that made us feel a little safer I guess and like um and if we were like next to like you know it seemed like normal like families and their RVs that was kind of a little safe net we didn't have people ever like bother us like when we were trying to like sleep at night i guess in our our station wagon um there would be other time you know it was more so like the street performing times or when we were just like out and about when there would be some kind of iffy situations but um 
as far as like just us in our car, we were, we felt pretty safe. So that was That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I want to thank you for coming on one, but two, I've got two more questions left that we ask every guest. Okay. So I'm going to toss them at you. Um, first one is, uh, if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself that would help you out today? Oh gosh. Yeah, this is one of those questions. <laughs> this question is that it's like, it's like a pretty, you know, like I should have an answer to a question like this. Um, I hate me too. Don't worry about it. I think, um, not the movement. Himself. I think the only thing I, yeah. I wish I could have given my like self in like advice in high school is, um, that even when things seem not so great and <laughs> just life seems like kind of sucks in general, like there's a lot of really just wonderful, beautiful things. Like even if it's just little moments or like little details that are like scattered throughout every day. And if uh, you just decide to actually pay attention and, um, you know, give yourself the uh, grace <laughs> to appreciate the little things like that. Um, it can make your outlook on life uh, a lot more positive and free. And, um, and it, um, you know, it was just more encouraging living life that way. <laughs> so I think I would have told myself that a little earlier because I feel like I didn't really uh, pay attention to a lot of uh, those type of things until I was like towards the end of my college life. Um, I don't know, I just didn't take the time to uh, appreciate all the little details. So I think that's something I would have maybe wished I would have found out a little earlier. Sweet. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> for someone who didn't have an answer. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you're like, God, I never know what to, here's a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll break it down. Um, the other thing is, uh, what had to end in your life, good or bad, uh, to lead you where you are today? Mm. <sighs> I feel like a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like a roll lot. through it. Uh, Jeez, I mean, as someone who played competitive sports, like, for her whole life, I think, to be honest, like, the end of my athletic career, like, as far as, like, you know, college, like, you know, at that type of level, that had to end, because that took, in order to really be able to focus solely on music in this sort of thing that I am doing, um, it's, I would rather, you know, I wouldn't be able to do, I want to give it a hundred percent. And I feel like, you know, I couldn't give a hundred percent to, uh, you know, being really into, uh, playing my sport. And then I don't know, just like, I mean, I'm thinking I wouldn't, if, I mean, I, I, I didn't make it on, the, I didn't get a chair turn on the voice and I had auditioned. Um, I got through all the auditions. So it's like, and then nice. I get to the blind audition and then no one turned around. They're like, you're pitchy. And I said, yeah, I know. I don't know what the heck happened there. But um, 
you know, if I hadn't done that, I probably wouldn't have left California. Cause that was like, I was like, well, geez, now what? And then I moved right. to Nashville. And then if I hadn't, you know, left Nashville then my time, if that wouldn't have ended, I wouldn't have ended up here. And then I wouldn't have, you know, kind of started kind of, you know, getting back into street performing and kind of creating music in a way that I want to create music. And, you know, so I guess, geez, all the, <laughs> whenever something ends in my life, something else ends up happening. And I feel like that's true with everyone's life. You know what I mean? But it's just, right. uh, yeah, all the kind of, it's, and it is weird to think about. I was like telling my sister the other day, I'm like, isn't it so weird? If just like one little thing just hadn't happened. Like, I would not be where, like, you know, just like physically, I would not be in Savannah. Like, if I had never auditioned for The Voice and gone through that, I'd probably still be in California. And that something else Absolutely. would be cool. It's not to say that nothing, it's not to say that this is the only way. It's right. just, um, you know, something else cool would have came along because something else would have ended. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm just happy for the journey. And, um, but yeah. <laughs> There's all these different dimensions with other things going on right now. Yeah. But that's awesome, though, because I feel like for anybody just starting out or watching or anything like that, where like they're curious about it. It's good to hear stuff like, look, I had this, you know, you were on The Voice and or, you you know, you were auditioning for The Voice and it didn't work out, but it led you to somewhere great. Like, I think people imagine that kind of stuff just stopping them in their tracks or like it's just this thing that like, you know, could sideline you. But it doesn't. We all Mm -hmm. have anybody who wants to do anything creative has those moments where you know, something kind of big comes along and then it you may not like it or it doesn't work yeah. out or whatever it is. And you wind up just fucking kicking ass somewhere else. Yeah. You just go with it and, you know, pay attention yeah. to your gut feeling about things really. And nothing's the end of the world. You know what I mean? It's like, right. you know, if the world was ending, we're all going to die anyway. So it's like, you know what? It's like, yeah. Oh, I agree. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, whenever they're like on the news and like we got 12 years left, I'm like, sweet. I got <laughs> like, all right, we got a timetable. Okay. <laughs> make this shit happen. Yeah. Um, well, look, it was incredible getting to meet you. Wow. Uh, thanks for coming on. This is a blast. I hope you had a good time. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. Such yeah, a absolutely. pleasure. Hail Caesar has been in the comments all night. He says, I love Clara's music. I didn't know you played basketball. And he wanted to know when the tour was, too. Do you have a tour coming up? Well, if you was talking about the Midwest tour, it sadly has ended. It ended um, Sunday. But I will definitely keep everyone updated on Instagram and TikTok and all that with any upcoming shows, tours, and whatnot. You want to throw out your handles and website and stuff like that? Tell yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, well, for everything besides TikTok, it's Claire Wadley. So um, it's just my name. And that's the same for my music on all the streaming stuff. But uh, yeah, TikTok is um, Barefoot Girls, and Girls is spelled G U R L Z. Um. <laughs> <laughs> was that a conscious yeah, yeah. decision when you first made it um i don't know why i i just thought girls i thought that spelling was uh more fun and that is the only reason smart was, though very wow. smart because it, <laughs> it does distinguish you from the rest of the shit <laughs> probably the other user who knows could have been taken already so you know what like maybe <laughs> right but, uh, on tiktok i do a lot of live streaming with street performing and whatnot so um that's fun. But uh, yeah, I'll, if upcoming t- uh, shows and tours and whatnot, I will definitely be posting about them um, as soon as I know. So awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Looking forward to it. Cool. And 
thanks again for joining us tonight. Have a great one. Uh, great thank night. you guys so much. Have a good yep. night. Thanks. Peace. Have a good night. Dystopia tonight.